Are you a healthcare organization struggling to achieve success? What if I told you that success not only depends on strategy, but also on the right mindset? At the Mindset Gap, their team of seasoned consultants understand the critical role mindset plays in achieving organizational excellence by empowering your workforce to think innovatively, embrace change, and adapt to new challenges. So imagine your workplace, one where your employees and patients thrive, where creativity and productivity go hand in hand, and where obstacles become opportunities. Don't let your organization fall into the mindset gap. Take the first step towards unlocking your potential today and email assist at themindsetgap.com with the referral code GENCAN20 to schedule a consultation. Welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George, and each week I will connect you with guests and stories that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice and let's chat. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I'm joining you this afternoon with a post-run BCAA drink for repair, recovery, and restoration. I wanna chat with you today a little bit about communication, connection, being versus doing. I can remember years and years ago when I was first practicing. And I think this is something we all do, especially early on in practice, because we're so focused on the black and white of healthcare and the competency that we know and the execution of techniques and skills. But anyway, I can remember years ago when I was working with patients who were kind of plateauing. They maybe got better, but they just weren't getting to where they wanted to be. And I thought the solution to that was to do more with patients, give more exercises, do more hands-on techniques, more acupuncture, things like that. I always felt like there was a, a sense of lack there on my part that I needed to fill in, fill in, fill in, in order for them to get to where they wanted to be. And it wasn't until recent years where I realized that doing more isn't necessarily the answer. Okay, so that output of skill, that output of technique, isn't necessarily what my patients needed. What they needed is for me to listen more, to take more information in, and help them to navigate around where they're at right now in such a way that was collaborative and solutions-oriented for them. So, for example, most recently, I had a student not that long ago and this was a really this was a really cool story actually about how communication is more about connection and being versus doing and we had a patient who had had a fall 
okay? And this patient had other challenges socially, psychologically, and mentally, and we knew there was a bigger picture there than just the reason why he came to us for therapy. So I explained to my student uh, that went before we went in to see the patient that um, you know we were going to talk with him and allow him the opportunity to talk about his fall. Okay, so th this patient um, was super proud, embarrassed. Um, he just he he thought that talking about the fall would make him seem inferior in some way. Okay, so we had to create a very safe space for him to communicate what happened. So I explained to him that this is what we're here for, that this is part of therapy, that this is very normal. Many people fall, anyone can fall. And I kind of reassured him of the fact that he wasn't alone in this situation. I also reassured him of the fact that in talking about his fall, we could help him to prevent a future fall. So it took us about an, a half an hour uh, for him to kind of feel more empowered to share his story, what had happened, and then for us to problem solve with him. And it was more about rapport, it was more about collaboration than it was about saying what he should or shouldn't do, right? And it was about being completely non-judgmental of the situation. And that's where the communication piece really allowed him to open up and to see more clearly what had happened. So after we chatted about it, he felt much better. And after that fact, after that specific um, interaction and intervention, he never had a fall again. He ended up doing quite well, went back home at an independent level and thrived. And he, you know, he would um, send notes of thanks and gift baskets gift baskets and stuff to the staff um, even after his discharge just to show his gratitude but during that session after that session i should say when my student and i were recording our stats and time with patients um, my student had said to me he said okay so jen you know we spent a half an hour chatting with you know so and so about the fall and a half an hour doing physical intervention basically and he said so I'm going to capture that statistic as a half an hour and I, I turned to my student and this is kind of early on in his in his placement too so <laughs> definitely don't blame him at all uh, but it was a learning moment for sure so I turned to my student and I said don't you believe communication is care and he looked at me and he was kind of like ah like I get it right that's that's what you're that's what you've been trying to tell me this whole time and it really enlightened him okay and moving forward it really changed the way in which he interacted and built rapport with patients he wasn't guided so much by his clinical competency or concern over that or that he didn't know enough he was more interested in um in communicating with patients with for who they are and where they're at and what matters to them most. And, you know, one of the things he also said to me, too, was, you know, I, in terms of empathy, he was like, I can't tell people that I understand what they're going through, though. 
And I said, that's not what empathy is really about. Empathy is showing that you're trying to understand someone's perspective, feeling emotions behind what they're going through. Okay, so you want to be able to demonstrate that. And the way in which we demonstrate that is by being open, by creating a safe space, by seeing patients for, for, in, for who they are as individuals and human beings before their conditions, and just op allowing them the space to be themselves non-judgmentally and express what matters to them and what concerns they may have. That's basically, in a sense, of what empathy is about, right? It's being very, especially non-judgmental, in just accepting patients for who they are, where they are, and having them participate in the, the collaborative part of their care. So being an active participant in the decisions around their care. So after I explained it in that way, he felt better because he was kind of feeling like guilty for not, you know, having been through things like pain and suffering and stuff like that, like a lot of our patients had been through. And even healthcare provider guilt, I dealt with this, and sometimes I still deal with it, um, you know, when I, throughout my practice, when I would leave, for example, on a Friday afternoon and be off for the weekend and things, you know, and, and knowing that my patients had to be there for the weekend, I would feel guilty over that sometimes. And in reality, you know, our patients don't want us to feel that way, right? Most of the time they're grateful for our care. Most of the time they understand how stressful our work is most of the time. And they want us to have a good weekend because for us to feel joyful in our life, it only helps them. And that goes back to the podcast I put out earlier about communication impacting your burnout risk. So check that out if you haven't. But whether you realize it or not, if you're burned out, it's going to affect the way you interact and communicate with your patients and vice versa. If you positively communicate, it shows, the research shows that you actually demonstrate less burnout. Overall, you feel less burned out. And I also think the opposite is true. A healthcare professional who is feeling more burned out is also going to demonstrate, you know, a lack of positive communication in their patient care interactions, right? It's hard to it's hard to be compassionate towards somebody else if you yourself are not feeling compassionate for yourself and where you're at right now. So let me know what you guys think about this story. Let me know if you've had very similar um, stories or if you never have, that would be cool too to hear about because sometimes it's, it's something that we're doing anyway, but we're not recognizing it for the powerful um, connection piece that it actually brings and that healing piece it actually brings to our patients and also to our own well-being as providers. So if you want more practical strategies and guides, I wrote my book, Communication is Care. You can check that out. I will put the link to that in my show notes. You can follow me on Instagram. My handle's at Best Obsessed with Jen. That's where I'm most present. If you want to follow some of my content around communication and burnout, and all of the things in between. I'm also working on 
training programs for healthcare professionals, and I do coach on this if you're interested in individual one-to-one coaching, but I am going to be putting out webinars and trainings for organizations and individuals, if they choose, healthcare professionals, to improve their communication as well as their own well-being. So if you want to learn more about that and those options, just simply reach out to me again on Instagram at bestobsessedwithjen, or you can go to my website, jenniferGeorge.co, and just hit contact me and contact me through the website there. Until we chat next time, stay well and stay happy. So if you guys like this podcast, please subscribe and leave an honest review. Your feedback means everything to me. Your reviews are what moves this podcast forward, and I always appreciate receiving them. If you want to get a hold of me directly, reach out to me on social media. My handles are in the show notes, and you can always subscribe to my weekly newsletters at jenniferGeorge.co so that we can stay connected. So until next time, thank you guys so much again for your ongoing support support.